had a bad day on vault in the vault final and was just completely devastated, embarrassed, like just upset with everything. And I felt like it was kind of all over. But I knew in the back of my mind that I had one more chance to get what I really wanted. And I remember the morning of the floor final, we went into the gym and I was just talking with my dad and he was like, just because yesterday was the worst day of your life doesn't mean that today can't be the best day of your life. (laughs) I remember watching you in the Olympics and then I looked you up on Instagram and you were following me and I was like, what in the world? <laughs> Felt like I had really made it. It was very cool. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on. Jade Carey, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. For those who do not know, who for some reason do not watch Olympics, I am here with Jade Carey, who is an American artistic gymnast and an Olympic gold medalist. She won gold in the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo and has also won several other medals in World Championships and Pan American Championships. Is there anything I missed? Give us the rundown. What do you say when people ask you what you do? Oh, man, I feel like I'm a pretty shy and humble person. So I normally just say I'm a gymnast or a gymnast at Oregon State. But I feel like once I start talking to people more and becoming more comfortable, I'll eventually tell them that I went to the Olympics and won gold medal on floor. Okay, well... (laughs) That is amazing. Like, truly, just you casually put that in there. (laughs) Please, no humility during this interview. We want to hear all of the highlights. You deserve it. You've worked so hard to get here. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about your journey as a gymnast to the Olympics, like competing at truly like the most elite level of sports possible? Yeah, um, my journey has been amazing so far. I started out in gymnastics really young because my parents owned a gym. So just grew up playing around, teaching myself things. So I'm always wanting to flip in the air. And I just went through like the normal levels in gymnastics. And then at my level 10 nationals, I got invited to a camp and that's when I started to pursue elite. And so my first year in elite, I went to the world championships. And so that was really crazy to have that be my first international elite competition ever. And I was 17, so a little bit older than most when they first start out. So that's something that's a little bit unique about my journey. But then just continued in elite and pursued an individual path to the Olympics, so a little bit different than just how you normally make the team at Olympic trials. I competed in a bunch of World Cups all over the world and ended up qualifying that way, which was really exciting for me and definitely different than a lot of people. And then made it to the Olympics and won the gold medal on floor, which was one of the best days of my life, and then started school at Oregon State and I'm on the gymnastics team there. Incredible. I (laughs) read somewhere that you really didn't have your eyes set on becoming an elite gymnast or even making it to the Olympics. What has that been like now that you are like, did you just, are you just still in shock that this is all a reality? (laughs) 
Yeah, it's definitely taken me a long time to let this sink in because as a kid, I always watched the Olympics and thought it was really cool and wanted to be like them one day, but never seriously had it as one of my goals and dreams. And that kind of came later on in my life. I just remember watching in 2016 with my dad and I was like, oh, I work on some of these skills. (laughs) My dad was like, yeah, if you want to do this, this is something that we could do. And I still like didn't really know until level 10 nationals that year. Then it kind of just all fell into place. That is just a wild story and incredible that you've achieved what you had in your 20 some years of life. You have more life experience in those 20 some years than most people get in their entire lives. So (laughs) that's why I think your answer to the question of the show is going to be so interesting. But what's the best advice you've ever gotten? That's tough. I feel like I've gotten so much great advice in, in my life. But I feel like the one that comes to mind is to take one day at a time and every day is a new day. Especially as a gymnast, not every day is going to be perfect. And I feel like I put so much pressure on myself to be perfect and to get what I want. So just reminding myself to always live one day at a time really helps me stay grounded. Yeah, stay present and not worrying about the future constantly. I love that quote slash advice. I think a lot of people could learn from it. I think... I would be interested in knowing how you use that in the 2020 Olympics. You made it into the all-around finals, the individual finals. Vault was one of your strongest events, but you ended up not meddling. You were probably so just disappointed about how that outcome was. And then the next day, you go on to win a gold medal in the floor exercises. So I would love to know what your thought process was and how you got yourself through that initial disappointment and went on to have the mental resilience to win a gold medal. Yeah, I feel like that piece of advice is really when I started to use it in my life. I, like you said, had a bad day on vault in the vault final and was just completely devastated, embarrassed, like just upset with everything. And I felt like it was kind of all over and But I knew in the back of my mind that I had one more chance to get what I really wanted the very next day. So I just took the night to myself and just thought about, okay, what happened happened. It's in the past. I can't change it. And so now it's time to do everything possible to get what I really want because I still have that chance. And I remember the morning of the floor final, we went into the gym and I was just talking with my dad and he was like, just because yesterday was the worst day of your life doesn't mean that today can't be the best day of your life. And that really just made me realize that I have one more opportunity to really show the world and prove to myself that I can still do it. I've trained so hard and I've done so many floor routines and it would be I would be more disappointed in myself if I wasted that opportunity instead of channeled everything I have into going out there and just doing what I do so beautifully said (laughs) I love that quote just because yesterday was the worst day of your life doesn't mean today can't be the best day of your life I love that 
how did you feel when you won? Like, what was going through your head then? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I don't even know. I was just so excited um, and proud of myself and all the work that I'd put in. I feel like in that moment, everything had paid off. To just see your name go up there on the top after everything that I've been through, especially the day before, it was the perfect ending for me because... I just couldn't have asked for anything better than that. Yeah, I'm sure it was like, just felt <laughs> like a dream. Do you, I mean, I'm sure you've had a lot of moments as I am far from, I, I wouldn't even say athlete. So I'm sure in whatever world I can dream up, athletes have a lot of moments where they just feel like they want to give up. And like, you're just like, I can't do this anymore. Have you had a lot of those moments in your career thus far? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely had those days where I feel like, like you said, I can't do it anymore and I don't want to do it anymore just when things aren't going your way or I can't nail down my routines. It definitely gets hard, but I'm a very goal-oriented person and positive affirmations, so really just reminding myself of how strong I am and what I've been through and just talking to my friends or my family, my dad, my coaches, just about how I'm feeling. And they're always here to help get me through, which is really helpful. Yeah. You mentioned positive affirmations. We love those around here <laughs> in these this podcast world. Are there some that you kind of live by? I mean, other than what I just, like said about one day at a time and stuff like that, I really try to remember to let go of what I can't control because there's so many things in this world that we can't control. And especially in gymnastics, there's so many things that go on that I can't control. And the only thing that I can't control is me and my gymnastics and what I do out there on the competition floor. So I really try to just focus on that and yeah (laughs) I love that no that's a good one one of my husband's favorite quotes is control the controllables it kind of reminds me Mm -hmm. of that and it's so much easier said than done (laughs) but I feel like you don't really have a choice because at the end of the day like if you've performed your best there's so many things as an athlete as a gymnast are so out of your hands Mm -hmm. yeah I'm so hard on myself so it's hard sometimes to not let those other things that I can't control take over but especially like since college I've really been just trying to remind myself that if I go out there and I do everything I can and I did my best then that's all that matters absolutely absolutely you said You mentioned a quote from your dad at the Olympics. I know he has been your coach. Is is he currently? Well, you have a coach at college now, too. And my dad is actually now one of the assistant coaches at Oregon State. So, yes. How fun. Okay. So, out of all of the mentors, coaches you've had, do you have any other pieces of advice or things that they've said to you that have, like, really stuck that have maybe gotten you through a hard competition or tough event? Yeah. In college, we talk a lot about celebrating every little thing, like even just the little things in our competitions, because 
it's such a long season and it's such a long road and it's not always easy. So always just going back and picking at least one thing that went good and really not focusing on anything that went wrong, especially because we can't change what's already happened, but this journey in gymnastics isn't going to last forever. So we really pride ourselves on celebrating every little thing. I love that. Other than the Olympics, which I know we already touched on, but was there another experience where you remember really focusing in on that? Like, I'm just going to appreciate the little things that are going right and not some of the things that are going wrong. Yeah, I feel like in gymnastics, especially in college, there's always hard things that we go through that we can't control, whether it's scoring or lineups or stuff like that. This year at regionals in college, I feel like we were having a really good start, but our scores weren't showing that. So some of us were starting to get frustrated because we were doing well and we were doing our job, but it wasn't reflecting in the scores. So we pulled together after the first rotation and was like, okay, so we're here to do our job and to do our best. And We're not going to control what anybody else does or how we're being scored. So we flipped it and was like, let's just show them that they don't have anything to take and we're here to play and just do our best. And that's all that we can ask for no matter what happens in the end. So I think after that first rotation, when everyone started to get frustrated, just pulling together and having a conversation like that really helped us turn our meat around. I love that. It also reminds me to touch on the fact that you also have an entire team and support system. And I think that's one of the most, if not probably the most beautiful part of sports. How have they played a role in helping you kind of stay motivated and come back from these disappointments? Yeah, it's been really great to have a team. I didn't really grow up with a big team. So getting to college, I was just looking forward to the most is having a team and having 20 other girls become my family. And I think that's what's really great about Oregon State is that we really are a close family and we know that we can go to each other with anything and we're all there for each other. So it's been really great to have them in the gym helping me and pushing me because they all know how hard I work and how bad I want it. So they're always there to push me along and be supportive along the way and vice versa. I've been in their shoes before too. So I'm able to help them and help guide them with other experiences that I've had outside of college gymnastics. Yeah. Was it Has it been like an interesting onboarding for you coming in as an Olympic gold medalist to a team? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's a little different than what it normally could have been. One, I was older, so I was like the age of the seniors and had known them, which is definitely normally not the case. But then just having all the experience that I've had competing elite and internationally, I was almost looked at as an upperclassman because I'd been through so much and they all knew that I'd been through so much so that they felt comfortable coming to me for help also. Yeah, I think that's probably just so 
I can't imagine walking into a team and being like, yeah, I just won the gold medal on the <laughs> national stage. But what would you say at this point in your young career has been the hardest point, the hardest time or season maybe? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> Definitely the hardest day of my life, like we said earlier, was vault finals um, at the Olympics. But I honestly feel like going into this elite season has been a bit of a challenge for me. I feel like I'm getting older and I'm now juggling both college and elite. And I don't prepare as fast as I used to. And so that's been frustrating to be like, why is it taking me longer than normal to just be able to do all my elite skills? So it's definitely been a challenge this year and just I've just been trying to accept the fact every day that this is different and it's new and not a lot of people have ever done this ever. So to just give myself grace and just keep pushing every day and I'm trusting that I'll get where I want to in the end. I love that. Grace is for (laughs) sure. You are doing more than most people would ever even dream of. So. I think that is well merited. Do you have maybe like quotes or any mantras that have helped you along during this tough time? Really just kind of like I said earlier, taking one day at a time. Also, what's been helping me lately in the gym is I want to make my routine so perfectly and want to just be able to do it easily that I've gone away from like the technique of my gymnastics. So really just Focusing on that has helped me a lot, especially in the last two weeks, preparing for championships and just really finding something every day that's making me better. After gym, I just like to be like, okay, I did this well today. So it was a good day. Like not focusing on the bad things because I went down that road a little bit a month or two ago and it just made everything worse. So I really just been trying to not get too far ahead of myself and not be too hard on myself and just point out something that I'm doing well every single day. I love that. You're focusing on the step, not the staircase, (laughs) which I think is a beautiful way to do it. You're planning on competing in the 2024 Olympics, right? Yes, I'm hoping to make that team um, at the Olympic trials in 2024. So, Okay, incredible. Training hard. (laughs) I, I can't even imagine. How do you prioritize your mental health through all of that? Yeah, right now I get the weekends off of training. So oh, really nice. just taking time to do something completely unrelated um, to gymnastics. I know we've had really great weather in Oregon this summer. So just going floating, going for a hike, doing sitting by the pool, um, Doing stuff like that, just completely unrelated to gymnastics and being with my friends and just being able to be and not think about the pressure that I've been putting on myself in gym. Yeah, I think that is so necessary sometimes to just remove yourself because it seems really big when that's all you're focusing on. And it is big. Yes. But in the grand (laughs) scheme of things, you're like, it's not everything, you know? Correct. Yes. I feel like that's great. It's taking it's taken me a little while to realize that it's not everything in my life. Like it's, it is big, like you said, and I want it so bad, but if it consumes my entire life, then it's just going to be that much harder. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a very mature perspective to have on it. Last question. What advice would you give to other people who feel like they have maybe metaphorically fallen off the balance beam? How? What would you tell them to help them get back up, try again like you have so many times? First, I would say take a deep breath. I feel like as gymnasts, we're so eager to just get back up and make it perfect. But if you're falling or anything, it can be really frustrating. So I always like to remove, take a step back and really focus on the little parts or the drills or ask my coaches for advice to help me and maybe do that for a few days and then get back up and try it again. It can be really frustrating to fall off beam and just you just want to do it again and you can't figure out why so I always think just taking that step back and trying to figure out the little problem just solves a lot of frustration that usually comes with it and really trusting the process and the journey because everyone's journey looks different and if you trust that you're going to get what you want to get one day then it will happen beautiful that was beautifully (laughs) said and inspirational Jade, thank you so much for joining us on the show, for sharing your wisdom, for allowing us to watch you on this world stage. You are an incredible athlete and gymnast, and it's really our pleasure as Americans to watch you represent (laughs) us. Tell us where we can go to follow along with you, what we should be looking out for. I I plug for the fact that you're designing a line of leotards. So (laughs) how can we keep up with everything you're doing? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Jade Carey. See, I'm usually pretty active about what I'm doing right now. I'm in San Jose preparing for a U.S. championships this weekend. And yes, I've designed a Leo line with GK, which you could also see on Instagram. So really excited about that. That is awesome. Well, we can't wait to watch you. We're like rooting for you, crossing our fingers that everything goes well. Good luck on the championships right now that you're going through. (laughs) And we are just so honored to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me. (laughs) Of course. And to all of our listeners, thank you for listening to The Shift. 